Welcome to Basic to Bougie, the podcast, a totally new experience, one you're sure to love. We've taken our passion of business, finance, relationships, hot topics, and more, and collided them as a sisterhood into what we now call womenhood. Join your host, Melissa Martin, the success coach, and now an author, a certified NLP life, business, and financial coach, hypnotherapy expert, and one-bed mamma-jamma businesswoman on this wild ride as we detour through life, showing you how to take the basics and turn them into what we call the bougie. Let's dive on in. Welcome, welcome. Hey guys, it's Melissa, and I am super excited to be here with you this evening. I have been a little bit on break, and we are slowly diving back into this. It was an unexpected break, but unfortunately, well needed. So without much further ado, I thought I would start this off with a shorter podcast, but something to get something out to y'all. So let's dive on in. You know, the most taboo thing in our culture is radical honesty. And that's exactly the problem. We're all being suffocated by a culture and a people that out of irreverence for honesty has grown an inability to coexist. We call opinions that aren't immediately harmonious with ours offensive and use that word to make it wrong to see or hear them. (laughs) And really, not to mention, we're more offended by a woman's nipple and swear words than we are half of the global Aerocracies of feminine and war and destruction of the evils and environments of the world, which is completely wild. And we police people into only saying and doing things that make sense to us. We grew up in a culture that taught us to put ourselves last, even when putting others first is fake and disingenuous and rooted in, re- in resentment and dishonesty. And Really, we're all dying from some untouched, unrealized internal loneliness grasping onto the bits of writing and music that speak in the way we otherwise can't. And we're suffering from anxiety and depression and loneliness and uncertainty and fear and failure and mostly because we have to continue to paint an outward picture of the opposite, the inability to realize those natural, crucial parts of life are what make them bad. And nobody is honest. And so nobody is finding anybody who loves them for them because they aren't being who they are. They are only finding people who love their shells, which is, as we all know, easily broken. And so many of our relationships hinge on whether or not we continually fulfill a set of expectations that we often know about, but sometimes do not. And our fear of honesty and change is rooted in no longer being acceptable or wanted or held in high regard by the people who claim to love us. We associate doing what we want and putting ourselves first with being selfish and with not considering others. We're taught that what we should want is what makes others happy. But really, do you want people in your life who secretly don't want you to be there? Is it really surprising that we're all lost and scrambling and disconnected from ourselves that we're taught not to follow our instincts and truths for the sake of someone else's ego? Absolutely not. 
It's not mean to tell the truth. We're just not used to hearing anything other than what we want to hear. We've chalked anything that isn't coddling and placent and aligned with our most delusional and comforting thoughts to be wrong. Truthfulness and meanness have become synonymous because so long as people aren't doing and saying what we want to hear, they're wrong. And they're hurting our feelings and subconsciously are not making us feel unaccepted, unwanted, invalidated because we're only finding those things externally. It is all externally, which is part of the problem. Now, what you have to keep in mind is that people who shout the loudest about needing to behave are undoubtedly the very people who have most deeply and profoundly have their lives shaped by doing what other people wanted. They listened to the people who shouted loudly at them and for that, and they got emptiness. The very thought of emptiness puts them in a complete panic, and the very emptiness that their words are echoing through and out of. At our core, there is only light. And I guarantee there is not one person you wouldn't love if you knew their true story, their whole life. If you lived a day or a year or a lifetime in their shoes. And we can't expect equality when we're holding up facades of inequality through dishonesty. How can we expect people to treat all others as equals if they're constantly feeling beneath someone? The root of equality and understanding equality of the human condition is being honest about it. The only way to change the course of a society is to enlighten the closed minds, to shift the way we perceive gender and race and humanity itself is first and foremost by getting it all on the flipping table. We're talking in circles and affirming only with people who would inherently agree with us rather than trying to understand where in the actual hell people who don't are coming from. It's not a change. This is ego steroids. There's so much value placed around helping others and being selfless and forcing people to volunteer when they genuinely don't. The only kindness we grow and support is that which force on other people, the sort we perceive as correct. Fake kindness is not worth it. It makes the world worse. It is the root of resentment and ill will and self-hatred and bigotry of prejudice. Often the kindest things we experience in life are the moments in which someone cared more about who we were than how our feelings would be hurt to tell us the truth than saved us or showed us some otherwise invisible reality. Often the way we are kindest to ourselves is by saying no. Because no, friends, is a complete sentence. And often the things we're most grateful for are the ones that were and are the most trying because the most deeply compelling and the most wholly changing, even if at first they are necessarily comfortable. So you should say no when you want to say no, and you should speak precisely and kindly with understanding, but directness 
when you see someone struggling to make a simple choice that will have a profound effect on their entire quality of life. Instead of walking around and discussing with everybody else but them, you should leave your house if you're in it. You're not wanted. If you're not wanted, why be there? People need to understand there's value in you. The you is the value. There are ways to do the things you can't do. There is ways. There are ways. We just have to want them. You can't say you can't make someone love you who doesn't. You can't stay with someone who doesn't want to be there. And you should say how you feel before you stay in the darkness if you're sitting in it for that long. It it comes with the foundation on which the rest of your life is built. Because if not, it will collapse through. And you should tell the people you love that you love them. And you should tell the people you don't that you don't and let them find people who do. You should dig deep into the untouched abyss of yourself and see what you come out with. First, it will be the unhealed wounds you didn't know you had. And second, it will be the light and love and passion under which they rest. And third, it will be the desire to take those things and run with them and build something remarkable. And you should evaluate your choices, not in the light of how other people will perceive them, but how in the line with your deepest, truest self they are. You should rise and say, this is who I am, even if you'll crucify me for it, because in the very way so many religious and political and social idols and icons have, even if their fans and followers are the very ones who will do the crucifying, you should give to others what you most need, which more often than not is to say the following. You are not loved by everybody, but that does not mean you are not loved at all. You are the most beautiful, but being the most beautiful is not what matters. You are bound by nothing but your own fear. So you will not find freedom anywhere but within the confines of yourself. Everybody suffers, but not everybody comes out on the other end shimmering and ready to let go of that light. Reverberate through the dense and otherwise imparable darkness because not everybody has the guts to be truthful, but everybody has the capacity and the capability of doing so. And the greatest irony and the most profoundly cunning of this all is that the very love and passion and acceptance we are seeking resides nowhere else but within our unbridled honesty. So go do it and let it finally be and breathe. That's all I got in me today, folks. My um, my voice is not strong, so I'm going to put an end to it there. I hope this has helped you in some way. As usual, you can find us at www.basictobougiethepodcast.com or basictobougiethepodcast at gmail.com. For Basic to Bougie, I'm Melissa. We'll see you when we see ya. There's so many ways women unconsciously settle in life, unknowingly declining the abundance available because of their beliefs. There's so many ways that women say no to their deepest desires because they don't understand how fear and limitations show up in their body. Too many women are saying no to themselves and it impacts all of us. 
I'm here to change this. I've helped thousands of women say yes to more, leaning in and allowing a life that once felt impossible. If you need one-on-one coaching or would like to join us on one of our retreats, please visit our website at www.basictobougiethepodcast.com.